You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Bedding. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. Time now for the Bob Melvin Show, brought to you by nestbedding.com. Check out their locations in the Bay Area, or you go online to nestbedding.com and use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order of all your bedding, your bed, you name it. Use the coupon code Oakland. Go to their stores in the Bay Area, Nest Bedding, or go to nestbedding.com. Bob, how are you this week? Good, not bad. We had a pretty good game here last night. It seemed like a... Close to a full crowd, so I think everybody's excited about that and having fans back in the ballpark and creating a lot more excitement. You know, and here at Yankee Stadium, it tends to be that way, so it was a fun game. Yeah, you know, watching that game from afar and hearing the old-school Yankee chants, I just got to think what that does to stimulate your players, you know, who you know played in front of cardboard cutouts last year. This year you're playing in front of crowds of – normally around 3,000. Have the guys said anything to you about what it's like to play in front of 24,000 again? No, you just feel it. And, you know, especially a place like this, they're pretty spirited here. So I think it's kind of apropos that, you know, the first time we got a crowd like that was in this ballpark. And guys love to come and play here anyway and to get the kind of the full experience. And I'm guessing every day you might get more and more fans in the stands here. So, uh, just a good place to be right now and, and enjoy what the fans bring to the game, which is uh, quite a bit. You know, New York is a place that you used to call home. What's it like for you to be back? And, and you also had an off day there in New York. Yeah, typically we do. When we come out here, we were lucky enough to get an off day so guys can really experience the city. And, you know, I think actually it was we we got the opening like by a day or two. So, you know, I haven't been to, to New York in quite some time and didn't really get to see what it was like during COVID. And I'm guessing it was, you know, a little bit different than we saw the other day. So it was almost like last time we were here, it was the same type of experience. You know, at least Midtown and Uptown, there seemed to be a lot of people out and about. So uh, we timed it pretty good about, you know, when we got here. You know, so interesting how certain groups of players can vibe off of each other and really get going in a positive manner. And that's kind of how I see your pitching staff right now, and especially your starters who in June are 10-2 and with a 2.41 ERA. Talk about how a a group can just start vibing and gelling together, and your starters are doing just that. They are, and they're really close, too. You know, for a guy like James Caprillion to have that resource on the bench and those guys, you know, you don't feel like you're out there by yourself, and those guys are supporting them during the course of the game. They're into every pitch. And, and they're really good for each other. So, you know, in a time when James is first coming to the big leagues, a lot of his starts have had different storylines to him. Knowing that these guys are there for him on the bench, pushing him and, and into every pitch, uh, it's kind of cool to watch. So he's fit in really well with this group. And, and like you said, you know, you, there, there have been a lot of decisions out of the starters and in a time when, you know, it seems like the, the bullpen and the relievers get more decisions in the course of a game. Our starters have been really holding up well. Well, just, you know, how close they are from a standpoint of just not buddies, how, they, how they're how they like individual pitching coaches for each other. 
Uh, and I know Scott Emerson really appreciates that too, but, you know, it's like they rely on each other for help on, on how to get better as players. So just speak to that, what you've seen where they're, they're all like pitching coaches. They are, and they watch each other's bullpens, and they're out on the bench. You know, it's easy to go, you know, if you're a starting pitcher, to go in the clubhouse and get a little work in and maybe watch some of the game on the TV. But these guys are out there for each other almost the entire game. And, you know, a case like last night, Chris Bassett, usually, is, you know, when you have a day game the next day, the starter goes home a little bit early and, you know, gets some rest. Uh, Chris Bassett was here the entire game last night watching and supporting Caprillion and his pitchers, and it's just really – cool thing to see in a close-knit group and you know you end up being kind of you know more than some of your parts when you know these guys are are supporting you and, and kind of pushing you and motivating you after the game last night tony kemp was asked is this is this the best you're ever playing because because bob melvin says this is the best you've ever played in your career and i went well not only is bob melvin melvin saying that just go to his baseball reference page and that's going to tell you he's playing the best of his career why do you think he's come alive at this point you know he's just what we do here is if you get an opportunity and you take advantage of it you can run with it for a while so you know he's been here more a little bit of time now he's gotten probably more big league reps uh here He's probably relied on a little bit more here. He's been a versatile guy for us. As, you know, originally kind of more nuanced, pinch runner, defensive replacement, pinch hitter, you know, leading off an inning or something like that. And and when you do well in those roles and somebody has a day off or somebody gets hurt, you get an opportunity. This is the first time I think he's really had that. And plus, I think he's inspired by the group of guys here. It's just, just an easy group to be around and and play with and you know, when I say it's probably the best he's played, I mean at the big league level. I'm sure, you know, at Vanderbilt and, you know, he's put up some numbers in other places. But, you know, as far as his big league career goes, this is this is prime time for him. You know, speaking of college, we're starting the College World Series on the day that we're talking to you on this Saturday. And his school, Vandy, is in the College World Series. But he compared this A's team and the culture of this A's team to like being in college to where everybody truly is pulling for themselves. I found that interesting. I mean, it's been a long time, Bob, since you and I were in college and we played in college, but do you ever get that sense? You know, it, it is fraternal here. Uh, you know, I've had quite a few different group here and it's always been the case here. Guys have really supported each other and, you know, you get a significant group that come up from within your system, which, which kind of enhances that. But this team in particular, and, you know, it starts with the Olsons and Pinders and Chapmans and guys that have come through our system, you know, guys like Manaya, who's been here for a while now, Petit, who's been here for a while now. Everybody feels comfortable when you walk in this clubhouse. Chris Bassett's been here for a while now. And, and you know, everybody pulls for each other. So, you know, if you're on our bench, uh, it's a really different dynamic. A lot of times guys are a little bit focused on, watching their previous at-bats and, and, you know, kind of into their own thing. But it's not the case here, and it's easy to feel supported here, and, and that gives you extra motivation, and, you know, he's just feeling it right now. When you look to Matt, when you look at Matt Olson's game right now and what he's doing in June where he's hitting well over 400, he has the best batting average in June of anybody in baseball, and finally using the left side of the field – just talk about what you're seeing in him as an all-around hitter and just not a three-true outcome guy. 
Right, and he's striking out less. He's hitting the ball the other way a little bit more. If you watch every now and then, he's choking up a little bit too, and you don't see power hitters do that. So he's just trying to enhance his game. He's trying to get better, and he's a smart guy on top of it. Um, and and the, the mechanical adjustments he made going into the season have worked, and now he's trying to get even better and better. So you watch him take batting practice. The first couple of rounds, he's shooting balls the other way. You know, typically shortstop's open for him. If he gets a tough matchup, he can just let the ball travel a little bit, be a little bit late, and, and there's a hole for him over there. So, you know, he's done a lot of stuff this year to make him better, and it, it's certainly paying off for him. When a hitter like Matt Olson starts to make adjustments, are you seeing the defense start to make adjustments also and maybe not shifting as much? Not yet. Uh, I think you will here at some point in time. You know, still – Third baseman's there, and he's just kind of, you know, because Matt will put down a bunt every now and then, so they'll try to take that way for a strike, and then they'll move on back. But a lot of times that shortstop's area is open for him, and he's used it quite a bit this year. I think at some point in time you probably, you know, see them swing around. When he's, when he's hitting for power, too, it's almost like the other team is saying, you know what, go ahead and hit a single to the left. We just don't want you to hit the ball at the ballpark. So, um, you know, at some point in time in, in big at-bats where all it takes is, you know, a single and an RBI maybe to win a game, maybe you see it shift around a little bit, but not a ton at this point. You know, I know this is not a priority for you, but I think you understand, you understand it as well as anybody. There's something about when you perform on the big stage in New York that it gets a lot of people to take notice. It shouldn't be that way, but unfortunately in our game it is. So if you have a big series like Matt Olson already hitting a home run, just just what does that do to vault you into the national conversation? And, of course, we got the All-Star game coming up. I hope it does because if anybody's an All-Star, it's Matt Olson. I mean, you know, what he's meant for this team is consistency, his durability, the power, the average, everything, the defense. I mean, this guy is an All-Star waiting to happen. So I, I would be absolutely shocked if, you know, it, it, if the team were picked right now, I don't know how he can't be on the team. I know there's some other first basemen that are having good years, but there are very few players in the league, period, that mean as much to a team as he does to us. So for me, it's a slam dunk at this point. I know there's there's more time here before we get to that point, but, man, he's meant so much for this team. You know, Elvis got out to a tough start, but since then, the way he has looked defensively, the way he has looked offensively, Talk about what just the change in your shortstop. Man, it's been significant, and it seems like every hit he gets now is a big hit. It drives in a run, and, and now you're seeing some guys on base, whether it's Tony and Kemp, uh, at the bottom of the lineup that allows Mark Canna to get a few more RBI opportunities too. So Elvis has been terrific. He's fit in from the day he's gotten here. You know, got off to a little bit of a slow start, and that can you can press a little bit with a new team. But now you're seeing what – the reason that we made this trade and what he has an offer to you. And he's also really durable too. You know, last year was a tough year for him injury wise. First time he wasn't playing like 150 plus games. Um, but he's back to that durability now getting big hits, all the above. And to have somebody like him at the bottom of the lineup doing work like that really makes our lineup that much deeper. Yeah. You talk about Mark Hanna. He's just, now that guys are on in front of him, he's just feasting in June, Bob. He's just, I mean, talk about what you've seen from him just driving in runs, and of course, you know, technically, he's your leadoff hitter. Right, and that's, you know, some, you know, earlier in the year when we weren't getting as much production at the bottom, the only way he could knock a run in, it seemed like, was to hit a home run, and a lot of times those were just solo home runs. So, yeah, he's he's really, you know, feeding off the, 
the energy that the bottom of the lineup is bringing. You know, he comes up there now in situations, doesn't have to do too much. You've seen him hit some balls up the middle last week or so that drives in some big runs. So, you know, he does lead off the game, but as the game goes along and those guys at the bottom of the order getting getting on base, he has more RBI opportunities. He's really taking advantage of that. Now, right field is not an easy place to play at Yankee Stadium because they're going to be on you from the from the time you get out there till the end of the game. And I was thinking about this. Isn't Mark Canna like the perfect guy to be out there and write? Because like, no matter what anybody says, he probably won't hear it, nor will he care. He loves it. He loves it. <laughs> he loves to hear. He lo- he's the one guy on the team. Well, there are probably some other guys, but he really enjoys fans, you know, giving it to him a little bit. I think it really inspires him. So, yeah, he was in right yesterday. He's in center today with Ramon getting a day off. So I'm sure the right field fans will still be on him in center field today. But uh, it, it's something that, that they, you know, it's a, an acquired taste to be able to actually enjoy that. And he definitely does. Let's end on this. You had a little time as a New York Yankee. What's it like playing in the Bronx? It's awesome. It really is. I mean, it's, you know, when, when you get the schedule comes out every year, the first thing you kind of look at is, is, well, a lot of guys look where the off days are, but um, you look where that New York series is and it's just so much fun to play here. I'm I'm really glad that we were able to time it where, you know, it's, it's a raucous crowd and if you get the full Yankee Yankee experience, you know, you take batting practice and there's all, you know, all batting practice, it's, it's, it's all the propaganda and, and all the, you know, years past and all the Yankee history and all the World Series, and they just kind of drive that home uh, during batting practice with you, where most other places you're just hearing music. But it's also fun to watch that. If you're a baseball fan and a historian, man, it's 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 full-day experience. So it's pretty great to play here. Great stuff, Bob. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Thank you. That's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by Nest Bedding. Check out their locations in the Bay Area or you go online to nestbedding.com. Sleep on the same mattress Ricky Henderson sleeps on. And when you go to nestbedding.com, use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. That's nestbedding.com. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 